Welcome to Smashing the Plateau. We help you get unstuck so you can do what you love and get paid what you're worth consistently. I'm your host, David Schreiner-Khan. Ask your body how you're feeling physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually on a scale of 1 to 10. Today on episode 495 of Smashing the Plateau, I'm here with the intuitive business mentor and chief energy optimizer, Jennifer Lyle. I'm going to ask Jennifer how to propel yourself past limiting beliefs that may emanate from the expectations of those close to us and much more. Find out more about Jennifer along with all of our previous episodes at smashingtheplateau.com. Now, before we jump into this incredibly important topic with Jennifer, I want to tell you a little bit about how you can generate more leads, promote your products, and build brand loyalty. Jerry Mazur, the founder of Jerry Mazur Marketing, with more than 25 years in senior strategic positions in major advertising and PR agencies, working with Fortune 500 companies, today helps smaller companies, startups, and not-for-profits achieve the marketing results they're looking for. If you want to achieve marketing results that are effective for your business, contact Jerry at 917-509-9906 or jerry at jerrymazermarketing.com. Now let's welcome Jennifer Lyle. Jennifer is an intuitive business mentor and chief energy optimizer. As a sought-after spiritual development expert, she helps you to expand your personal awareness and take responsibility for your energy and how you're showing up in life. This expanded inner awareness helps you to confidently make decisions, be happier and more present in your relationships, work in a proactive manner rather than reactive mode, and enjoy a career that builds you up and energizes you. Jennifer is passionate about sharing everyday, easy-to-implement energy boosters to bring more calm, mindfulness, and joy into your life. Jennifer is a member of the Canadian Society of Dowsers, an international best-selling author and inspirational speaker. Jennifer, welcome to the show. It's great to have you on. Oh, thank you so much, David. I really appreciate this opportunity to connect. Thank you. Yeah. So, Jennifer, what is an intuitive business mentor and chief energy optimizer? An intuitive business mentor is someone who blends corporate and business mindset, so the logical mind for business, with your intuitive instincts. So I have a background in the the corporate world, also worked in not-for-profit in marketing and event planning, and I have a degree in uh, commerce. So I'm blending that logical mind and being able to see the big picture for situations and for businesses and blend that with helping entrepreneurs believe in and tap into the intuitive knowing that they have for the genius in their business. So what's an example of how you would actually do that? One of the things that I find um, most of my clients that are attracted to me are struggling with is that they are really good at coming up with ideas and ideas and ideas and ideas, and then they don't follow through and get for move forward on that. So I'm really good at tuning into the energy of different ideas to help them with prioritizing where to focus their attention and intention. And as we work through that process, I get them to start to recognize the feelings within themselves, what a yes 
and what a no feels like, what um, move forward and what resistance feels like. And also as we work together, it's about distinguishing what is going on for like, it's your intuition telling you no, and what is fear and, and energetic blocks that you need to process and let go of so that you can move forward. There's a, there's a big difference between the two. Yeah. Is there like a, a story you can share that would illuminate this? Sure. So the one that first comes to mind that I want to share is, uh, this was more of a, a personal client that I was working with. And she came to me because she wanted to do a career change. And she was saying, okay, I, I just work as an admin assistant, a receptionist at a chiropractor's office. And then I think I'd like to become a, a hairstylist. And she told me a whole bunch of different other careers that she was considering, but she was focusing on beauty school. And as I was tuning into her energy, I had this vision and what I thought was like a dolphin. I said, what is, what is the significance of dolphins? And she's like, wow, huh, that's interesting. I'm actually obsessed with sharks. It's like, okay. So then as I started to tune into that energy, it's like, okay, so let's go a little bit deeper here. Uh, and it turns out that she has this innate gift. So her fascination with sharks was like the universe telling her that there's something more to explore here. And it's actually the perfect timing for her to start to explore it. Her, So she was up here in Canada. Her parents had just gotten a condo down in Florida. It's like, you know what? You really need to look at exploring this. Go volunteer with, with an organization that helps sharks because there's a special gift there for you to explore. And I feel like a lot of times we get caught up with lots of different ideas for how we can make money that we forget to focus on what's going to fuel our soul. So another client of mine, uh, she's a nutritionist, but she's also trained in functional nutrition, which is very different and around eating psychology. She's also a phenomenal chef. So she was staying in her comfort zone of being in the kitchen and was doing custom meal planning and doing like food prep for people, for busy uh, professionals. But it wasn't filling her bucket and it was okay money, but it really wasn't what she wanted to do. It was taking away from the time of what she really wanted to do because her heart and her soul is so drawn to the emotional psychology of eating. So as we turned into things, it's like, okay, let's take a look at your website. Let's look at what you're offering right here. How much of this is actually in alignment with what it is that you're doing? And we were able to come up with a plan for how to move forward that was in alignment with how she wanted to show up in her business and what she wanted to step into, what she was really passionate about. So she let go of all that meal planning aspect of it because it really wasn't fueling her and now she's created uh, a couple of programs for how she can start to attract people into her funnel. We rejig what her funnel would focus on. And then her bigger offering, she's fine-tuning that so that she can really be serving the clients to the depth that she wants and also the proper target market because she was going with the connections she was making, but those were people that weren't wanting to follow through. So once we got clear on, all right, who really is your target market? And tuning into, all right, what is the success you've had so far? And getting her present to how she feels with the different clients, it was easy for her to identify who her true target market was. So then she could create the offerings that would better suit them and also suit the level of service she wants to offer and make the level of income that she truly is worthy of. Jennifer, 
how much do you find that other people's expectations impede the development and growth of entrepreneurs and professionals? When you say other people's expectations, are you meaning like, um, so if Susie's in front of us, it's really like what her parents were saying and maybe previous bosses and, and that sort of thing? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, because it sounds to me like when, when you're describing these scenarios, that the people you're describing get too caught up in what other people expect them to do and how other people expect them to make money. Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. So in the client that I just described around nutrition, so we did a lot of energy clearing around the family business and things and stories that she had told herself around the family business for how things are supposed to go and who she's supposed to be as a mother, as a partner, from what she saw with her parents' business. She also uh, ended up processing a lot from her youth of how she was afraid to show up because she's a bit of a risk taker. And so she's on the leading edge with this new new realm of functional nutrition. So she had to process a lot energetically from her youth when she was more of a risk taker and the judgment she had on that version of herself in order to truly feel confident in moving forward for her business in that manner too. So there is a lot about other people's stuff, but truly it's our own stories and perceptions of how we think people wanted us to live and how we think people, what we thought people wanted us to do. Like even talking to my husband, like he had, he shared with our kids, you know, I don't expect you to study architecture and do design work because when he was growing up, he thought that his dad wanted him to be an accountant and his dad never ever had that expectation from him, but it was something that he had to have the conversation with, get clear on so that he could let that go and go in the direction of something that did make his heart sing. Mm, yeah. And and Jennifer, how did you come to like be so involved in this particular way of helping business owners? It's funny because my business sucked. <laughs> Um, if somebody had told me 10 years ago that I'd be doing intuitive work, I would have told them they were crazy because I was very logically focused, like to figure things out. I'm good with numbers. I'm good at seeing the big picture, good at an, an analyzing things. And I was very logically focused. And yet inside, I felt very depleted and very unsatisfied and beating myself up. I first started my business as Live Healthy, and my intention was to inspire people to be more proactive about their health. So for my business model, I had uh, an MLM product that I was representing as well as a video podcast. And my intention was to sell advertising in that podcast. I had uh, a mentor who was very well known and in the podcasting game at that time. He helped me with getting started, helped me with understanding how to set it all up, even let me equipment to get started. He partnered me with his uh, naturopath. So we had a video podcast called Vitamin Junkies, and it was a lot of fun. But I didn't believe in myself because I was just a mom who was passionate about wellness, and I didn't know why anybody would want to listen to me. And so I didn't ha find the success in attracting advertisers. And at that point, I was really only working part-time. My kids were young and the school system at that moment, the way it was, is my kids, my youngest was still in kindergarten and he was just going to school every other day. 
So I was really only working at my business every other day. And then at nighttime, once my kids had gone to bed and I was feeling depleted and empty and I couldn't even give myself permission to have two minutes to breathe because I thought I had so much to do and it wasn't yielding me the results that I wanted. So I came to a place where I just gave myself permission to figure out what made my heart sing. And it opened me up to a spiritual wonderland where I discovered crystals, I discovered meditation, dowsing, automatic writing. I was given uh, my own modality called Connect to You, which is about connecting the soul with the heart and mind so you can more easily hear the voice of your intuition. And through that modality, I was just guided to go ahead, get out there and start to share it and do a case study. And the, the results were just phenomenal. So it took then me developing courage and sharing my gifts and trusting the intuitive messages that I was sharing and seeing the impact it was having on my clients to really step into sharing it more with entrepreneurs. I found that uh, a couple of years ago, most of my clientele were entrepreneurs. So now that's just where I focus my attention and intention. Wow. And how has your business developed since you had that self-realization? Um, very differently. So I have uh, developed a few online programs and I've developed my own modality and a few different mastermind programs and group programs. It's an interesting journey of going through, throwing mud up against the wall, seeing what resonates. Like I can feel the energy of it and I can feel how it is all meant to come to fruition. And then I see the people that I'm attracting and we go through it We and it all evolves every time with each iteration. So uh, it's making progress and expanding and I'm, I'm really eager and excited about a new program that I'm working on right now as well, uh, focusing on managing our energy because through all of this, I've come to realize how big of a component it is that managing our energy is in order to just be able to get stuff done in our business, be productive and enjoy our business more and also be mindful of how we're interacting with our clients and with the people that we care about. Yeah. So how do we manage our energy more? Well, I'll share how I had a, a very candid conversation before we began and feeling very emotional actually this morning. I feel like I'm about to step into a, a bigger a bigger level in my business. And I believe that this program that I'm about to launch is a big part of it. And I was feeling very emotional and weepy and through this check-in and, and because I have an emotional awareness, because I have been getting present to my emotions. So it's about doing a check-in. You ask your body how you're feeling physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually on a scale of one to 10. So if, if you'll humor me and join me in this in a poor moment here, if you just close your eyes and ask yourself on a scale of one to 10, one being low, 10 being high, how do I feel physically? First number that comes to your mind. How do you feel, David? Oh, how do I feel physically? Yeah. I feel a seven today. Awesome. And then are there any words that come up for you around that for why you would rate yourself that? Um, yeah, pretty good amount of rest last night. Did a little bit of working out this morning. Got outside for a brief walk and the sun is shining, which also helps. Mm -hmm. Awesome. 
So for me, when I tuned in, I got a seven, which really surprised me because last night I was playing basketball with my kids and I I fell and I hurt my knee and it still stings, but it's actually been feeling much better. So I was like, oh, okay, seven, that's good. And I also took time to get outside. I didn't do the exercise because my knee was bothering me, but I did take a walk through the garden, barefoot in the garden. And I feel like that actually shifted me huge because when I did my check-in earlier, my numbers were really low. Now, if you were to ask yourself, if you were to close your eyes, some people like to put their hand on their heart when they do this one, Uh, but ask yourself on a scale of one to 10, how do you feel emotionally right now? 10's high, one is low. Um, Yeah, probably also somewhere around a seven. Nice. And any words around why you're feeling like that right now? Um, Self-confidence is up. Mm -hmm. Um, It isn't always, but that's a good thing. and. Also, today I've started the day with sufficient space to do a little bit of self-reflection, which is something that I'd like to be able to do at the beginning of the day. Sometimes there there are way too many deadlines of deliverables for other people Mm -hmm. that put a lot of pressure and don't give me um, as much breathing room for self-reflection as I would like. Yeah. Which right, which may be maybe my own baggage, my own way of dealing with it. But if I know even subconsciously that there's a long list of uh, of deliverables that have to be attended to during the course of the day, I just feel pressured to get started on the del- deliverables sooner rather than spending some time doing self reflection first. Right, and yet that sometimes taking that five minutes for self reflection can really help you with being able to go through those deliverables more easily because you're able to almost like, I know for me, when I journal, it's like, whew, okay, it's like you're letting go through the writing process. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, you know, it's like, it takes discipline to do that and um, trying to trying to keep the the other, other people's agendas at bay is not always easy. Mm-hmm. I hear you. For me, I'm about a three. And uh, so as I was mentioning, I feel like I'm about to go through a big breakthrough in my business and that I'm um, processing a lot of stories I have around how much money I can make, how much I can give back, work-life balance stories. My parents had their own business and would leave at seven in the morning. And oh, I'm getting weepy as I say this, come home at 11 at night and um, big conversation with my husband about it over the weekend. So um, and perceptions and expectations. And he's like, you know, you, you've got my blessing, do whatever you want. And so it's just interesting that there's, and even when I got hurt and skinned my knee, there was just so much emotion coming up. So I'm going to be taking time for me today because with me feeling like this emotionally, anything I try to do, I'm going to have to undo. So I need to take the time for me in order to process this so that I can then show up as my best self for the rest of the week and, and really knock it out of the park. The next question is on a scale of one to 10, how do you feel mentally? If I so, so you're asking me that, how I feel mentally today? Yes. And so if I was to give you a problem that you are a genius at solving, how easy would it be for you to solve it right now? Um, yeah, probably also, I don't know, six, seven. I, I had a really crazy week last week. Oh, and, okay. I, and I found that the amount of... Um, of activity that was on my plate and the number of hours that I had to put in as a result started to be taxing mentally. And I found that I would uh, do things and then like five minutes later, think 
did I like turn the stove off or not? Oh gosh. You know, yeah. one of those, one of those kind of days. Yeah. And uh, luckily it's not like that today. Oh, good. Good, yeah. good. Yeah. So, and, and we're recording on a Monday, so it's the beginning of the work week. And I have to say that uh, I'm in a pretty good space today. Nice. Awesome. For me, I'm also a seven, which is kind of surprising with having that emotional undercurrent, but I, I still feel like I need to take the time for me. So I was able to help two people with working through problems already this morning. Uh, so mentally, I was able to kind of get focused and be there, which is great. But as soon as I started to talk about anything about me, I could feel myself getting weepy. It's like, okay, let's just get the conversation accomplished that we need to get accomplished for that and still just move on. Uh, then the last question is, on a scale of one to 10, how do you feel spiritually? And this question is about if you have a particular religion or faith, how connected do you feel to that religion? If you believe in the universe, how connected do you feel to the universe, the divine? Or if you do not um, feel like you are connected to any particular faith and this question doesn't resonate with you, you don't have to answer it. Well, spiritually, I would say, and, and this hasn't changed a whole lot over the recent bit of time, I would say that I have uh, in my mind tried to, to a certain extent, divide where my own personal input can be helpful versus where it's, um, it's maybe a drop in the bucket. And I don't know that I have the, the spiritual resources to really pursue a lot. So and what I'm talking about is if you pay attention to news, the um, and I'm based in, in the U.S., there are a lot of things going on in the U.S. that I think are problematic for society and in the world. Um, we're constantly bombarded with uh, a lot of negativity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think that's part of our uh, high-speed sort of instant communication that's going on globally. I think it has really exacerbated the the feeling that there are negative things going on. Mm-hmm. And I realize within like people where I have direct impact, um, family, friends, clients, colleagues, community, I can have a lot more impact in a positive way than I can globally. And so I've tried to divide my energy so that I'm spending less energy paying attention to what's going on globally, which may or may not be such a great thing, but that's sort of, that's my reality. And I'm spending more time paying attention to where I think I can actually have some impact. Nice. So it may, may, may not be quite a direct answer to your question, but that's sort of the space I'm in. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing. And I'm in much agreement that, you know, there is a lot going on out there and and seeing so much of that can really impact our state of being because it's easy to get sad and depressed about, oh my gosh, what can we do? And yet knowing that if we, like you said, if we impact and make a difference in the people that's within our circle, then that will have ripple effects of positivity and and will make a difference in the world as it, as it reaches further out. Yeah. So for me on a scale of one to 10, I feel like a, a seven, which is, is not bad. Um, Again, for me, going outside earlier and being barefoot on the grass helped me to feel a little bit more in alignment. And through this process, seeing where your numbers are low, for me, if my number is below a seven, I have to do something immediately to address it because otherwise I know that the work that I'm going to do, the interactions I'm going to have 
are just, it's not going to be worthwhile. So I don't have my journal in front of me, but I brought my numbers up to sevens and that one threes. So I see I still have one more thing, that emotional piece to work through. And I know that, and I've been candid with you and our audience about that. But understanding what are my go-to things to help me feel like I'm more myself. So I loved how you shared that, you know, you got to go outside and got to be in the sunshine and how much of a difference you are aware that that makes on your performance. And that's what this, my energy management system, I call it my energy check is all about. It's about developing this self-awareness because so many people are so busy just focusing on getting everything done. And I got so much to do and I got to do this, 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 and this, maybe like how your week was feeling last week, right? Right. But if we don't, if we don't pause to recharge, even if it's 15 minutes, then we're undermining ourselves, we're undermining our the quality of our output, and we're undermining our relationships too. Because as we continue to get depleted, there's that undercurrent of the stress that then comes out in our conversations with our loved ones. And they take on our stress too with misinterpretation of conversations, or they start to feel stressed out because we're feeling stressed out. So being able to take even 10 minutes extra at lunchtime or taking making sure your water bottle is full because so often we work and then we look, it's like, oh, I don't have enough water, but I need to just finish this. And yet having taken that pause to get the water will actually help you to create more uh, juiciness and a, a better product in the end. So filling our bucket first, which is such a, a, a huge shift from how I felt when I first started my business when I wouldn't even give myself two minutes to breathe. I recognize the value in it. I recognize how low I felt when I started my business and the difference that it makes in how I help my clients and the type of products and services that I'm able to deliver when I'm feeling my best. Right. So in summary, using your intuition, you can really improve your business and your life. Absolutely. And the self-awareness. So it's not just intuition, it's also the self-awareness to bring to the table for how what's going on within you and how that's impacting what's going on in your business too. Jennifer, whom do you know personally who's done a really remarkable job of smashing the plateau using some of the, the um, techniques that we discussed today? Uh, my mentor, Sharon Hayes, is a rock star. She is a phenomenal entrepreneur, and she's been doing so much inner work as well to help her with continuing to smash the plateau and launch new businesses. She is a serial entrepreneur, uh, focus, productivity. She's, she's a rock star. Sounds great. Jennifer, what's coming up for you in the near future? My energy check. So uh, sharing this in a bigger way with the world. Uh, supporting entrepreneurs with how this system can help them perform better, optimize their business more and optimize their performance more so they can actually work less in their business and have more fun in their business too. Sounds great. Jennifer, for someone who wants to go deeper with what you've shared today or learn learn more, access any of the resources you have, where would they go? J-L-Y-A-L-L.com, jlyle.com. And is there a, a free gift that listeners can access? Absolutely. So you can start to get a taste of my energy check through jlyle.com forward slash energy. Sounds great. My guest today has been intuitive business mentor and chief energy optimizer, Jennifer Lyle. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us today on Smashing the Plateau. Thanks so much. 
When you visit the Smashing the Plateau website at smashingtheplateau.com, you'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mention on the show. Today, we learned how to propel yourself past limiting beliefs that may emanate from the expectations of those close to us and how Jennifer's business has evolved. Please share this episode with friends and colleagues to help them smash the plateau. And remember, when you support our sponsors, you help us bring Smashing the Plateau to you for free. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode.